Welcome to Be By Design, a podcast about unlocking the inner code to the person you were designed to be. The code that you can apply to your way of being, your decision making, and your clarity about what you think and how you feel. Each week, we'll discuss a new level of human design and piece by piece uncover the person you were designed to be and the life you were designed to lead. Join me as we lay out the roadmap through life where you get to be your own hero. Buckle up for the ride of a lifetime to discover true understanding of the person you were meant to be. You get to be in control of your runaway Mustang whenever that happens, remembering you've always got the reins. I'm your host, Britia Kabechka. Let's ride. Hello and welcome to Be By Design. Today I have my good friend and coach and colleague and whatever else you want to call her, Deidre Frabel, on here. And she is a Beachbody coach, to say the least. But more than that, she was 61 in the entire company, ranked number 61 in the entire company. She's a four-time elite superstar Mm -hmm. diamond coach. Like She has done all the things the highest level you can get in Beachbody. And I wanted her to share this because we go kind of way back, (laughs) seven years almost. Um, But even before that, I'll explain how we kind of met each other too. But I wanted Deidre to be able to share on this podcast and with you guys how she has done it. And I wanted to be able to look at her human design. So she shared that with me and share some things that I could see within her human design that have basically her gifts. That is what she shares with the world and how she's been so successful. So um, I want to start by saying how we met and how we were introduced. And it kind of goes way back that to high school, right? You knew my husband. Um, they had mutual friends in high school. And yeah. so when I moved to Hallettsville, she lives like the next town over. And I saw her, met her on Facebook <laughs> before Facebook was even cool. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, after I had my first son Conway, I joined her uh, beach body. I was like, I need to lose this weight and this is how I'm going to do it. So Deidre, introduce yourself for everybody if I have missed anything. Okay. Well, first of all, I want to, I have to tell you, and I think you've heard this story, but I, I took my, so we had fertility issues and that's kind of how I got into Beachbody, but I took my, I I had, my baby was my dog. I couldn't have babies. And so I got a dog. And so I had this golden doodle and I took it to your husband to get checked out. And he's like, I got to show you something. No, you know, like we went so far back and he, he like has this ring with him. And I'm like, what you're getting like, who, who are you marrying? He was like, Oh my God, like the love of my life, like all the things. And so he was leaving that weekend to go like, ask you to marry him. And I happened to be there. (laughs) So anyway, that's like, I'll never forget that moment of, and then when you message and you're like, I'm Jason's like wife or I'm like, <laughs> um, so so fun, so fun. But yeah, so Beachbody came into my life um, at a time when I did, didn't want it. I actually 
said no a lot of times. I was super resistant. Um, when I first heard about it, I was a, the skeptic. I just thought, absolutely not. This is, first of all, it's unconventional. Like I went to school to be a teacher. I had taught like that, like I am not going to go against the grain. Um, but at the same time we were struggling and we were in a funky place and we had gone through fertility and I'd actually gotten pregnant and I was pregnant when I found out about Beachbody, but it was like this constant tug of like, but what if we could have a different life? But what if we could have and, and there's, I mean, I love so many things about my, you know, teaching community and what that, I mean, it's like, I don't have anything to say about that. It's just, we were so struggling and infertility gave us so much debt and it was like, okay, how can we ever get ahead? How are we going to ever get ahead? And so I heard about Beachbody and kept saying, no, 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 cannot do it. My sister Kate had already signed up and she like we were, we were picking the garden and she said, like, I, um, I made like X amount of money this week. It was, it, it was like, I don't know. It was like $300 or $500 or something, something that wasn't like this crazy, you know, you hear about like, Oh, they're making so much money. It was just like a, a regular amount, but like $300 to me, like I was the person standing at the grocery store. Like, could I pay for everything on? Like, am I going to have to put something back? So I'm like, I looked at her and I was like, wait today. And she said, yeah, like that, that was my check. And I'm like, I went home and I was like, I like, could I do this? You know, could I, could, I don't know if I have it in me. Could I, but I'm also one of those people that it's like, when I'm like, I'm going to do something, I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. So finally signed up and really just decided like, this could be the thing, like this could be the thing that changed our path. Um, let lead us wherever. I really didn't know. Like my, my goal was just to go to the grocery store and not freak out. Like that was, I mean, my, my first goal obviously was like being healthy. I mean, it was all about health and fitness and I wasn't the person, like I was the person that thought Sunny D was like healthy orange juice. I just <laughs> soda every single day. I did not eat healthy. I eat like a child still, but I, I didn't know. And I hated exercise and I didn't like to sweat. And then like, I had tried the gym. I had tried other things. I couldn't stick with it. And so this was like, I had a newborn. I needed to get healthy. I didn't know how to get healthy. And this could give me like financial relief. I was like, wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just makes sense. Makes sense. And how many years ago, when did you start? So I, it will be eight years in May. Yeah. So, cause I was a year behind you then mm -hmm. and it's, it's absolutely crazy to see, you know, so often we get to see people who are successful like you. And I don't know if you want to share what it's done for your family now that you've been able to build a house and you are a stay at home mom, like mm -hmm. full time with help and assistance. And like, it has done more for you. I think I know than you ever even imagined oh, or thought ever imagined. I mean, we heard, so when I first heard about Beachbody, I got on a call. It wasn't, it was kind of, I mean, kind of like a podcast, but it was a call you called in and like, there was these two women and they were sharing what it had done for their family, but they had, their husbands were former professional athletes. And I was like, that's why it was kind of like eye rolling. Cause they were talking about all this money that they were making and that they, Oh, they're retired their husband. And I'm like, okay, roll, <laughs> I roll, I roll. Like you have connections. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm this 
from this really small town. Like I know no one I have, like, I don't even have an Instagram. I have like a hundred friends on Facebook. Like I know no one, like that's not going to be me. And so my financially, what I was like, I, I, I heard their potential and I, but I couldn't even like fully grasp that because we were struggling so hard. So like for me, it was literally pay for my product. Number one, because I wanted to get healthy and feel good about myself, but we didn't have the money for me to do that. So like number one goal was that, and that's how most people I feel like start. It's like, well, if I'm going to do this and love it, like might as well have my product paid for. And I have women that like, that's all they ever want. Like they, like they don't ever want to take it to where, you know, we have. Um, and then as soon as I did that, which I had to put my first product on a credit card and like had to pay it off. So it was like in 30 days, I had to figure out how to make that money. And so when I did that, that month, the next month I was like, okay, I have to obviously pay for my products again, but I was working my dad. Um, I was working two days a week just to like help pay our bills, literally like doing stuff for my dad. And I, w- I just told myself, okay, if I could replace those two days a week and then I could truly be home all five days and not have to worry about relying or getting help with childcare because I had two kids, you know, like that would help tremendously. So that was my goal for, you know, the first several months. And then, and then it turned to, we had not been on a vacation. Brian and I had not done Christmas gifts for years trying to like, and so that was my, my mission was like, I want to be able to do vacation every year. Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking extravagant. Like my mind was like, I just want to go to the beach for the weekend. Like, like that, I just want to be able to go for the weekend, two nights to the beach. And like, we could, that we could do that and not feel guilty of that. And so when I did that, and then we, I mean, I'll never forget, we went on that vacation and it was like so emotional for me because we did. And I was able to take, you know, the, the six month old and the three month old to the beach and like have him experience that for the first time. Like it was an overwhelming. And I think that in that moment was, it was like, okay, I could really like, I I'm going to figure this out because I do want to be like, I do. So yes, now eight years in, um, it's transformed our entire life. Yeah. Like my kids. Um, so I had a third baby through beach body, got really healthy and had a surprise pregnancy. And, um, I mean, I've done this staying at home with them. So, I mean, it, I'm, I'm like, you know, get up at five to do the workout fit, the fit coaching in throughout the day. Um, and I, I think that's what I really love is that you don't have to put in 10 hours a day to have a really successful yeah. business. I don't work. I work like three hours a day, four hours a day max now at this point um, with the huge team. But I, I did those cracks of time for all these years. And this year, all my kids are in school and I've had to kind of transition. I yeah. went through this empty nest syndrome where I was kind of in this funky place of like, it's so quiet here, but yeah, like now I'm here and it's wild that, yeah, we've built, we built our dream house. We have bought, bought some property to like expand so the boys can run and it's, yeah, it's wild. wild. I think that's been, you know, you've been, this, this shows up and we're going to get into some of the, the gifts that I see in your human design, but you have been so, um, like showing the whole thing. Um, and somebody who's been following for that long, I don't just hop on and see like, oh, look, she's 
making all this money and she's so successful. And I've actually been able to witness from the beginning. And Mm. I think that's, what's so fun for me is that I've seen the ups and downs that you've been through. And I've seen like where you started and where you got to, and it's not something that just happened overnight, something that you have consistently stuck with through Mm. the ups and downs. And you're Mm -hmm. so, you share it so well, you share all the seasons of your life that you've been through. I try to share all the seasons. And I mean, there, because there's, I mean, the whole reason why I do this is because I was so lonely. I was so lonely as a stay at home mom, the the babies that I wanted and dreamed for and prayed for. And then I had them and I was like, in a, the lowest place. I didn't know my body. We were financially, Brian and I have such a great relationship, but we were struggling because of the financial struggles. And then you're, you feel like the walls are just closing in. And he, he will say, we had him do a call for our team. And he said like the number one thing for him is just seeing me just in a different light, like seeing that, like, you know, when your shoulders get to drop, I mean, I'm still stressed. We still have regular life things that go on like ups and downs. And we've had deaths and the thing, you know, all of the normal people think, and we've had really hard years. I mean, when we were building this house, we were living in a loft, all five of us with babies. And it was so hard. And oh my God, I don't know how we survived that, but we did. And you know, it's like, if I wouldn't have shared that, and I, I think that's the powerful thing. And this is what I tell new women that want to coach so often they want to wait until they have results to right. share. And I'm like, the most powerful thing you can do for someone is to show them the struggle, mm-hmm. to show them the day that you slipped up and had the donut, but then to show them the next day that you were back on track Just right. because we're, we're not robots. Yes. Yeah. We're humans. Like we're not like, it's going to be that. So, yeah. yeah. Well, let me, let me share some things that, that right. I see in your human design, because when I look at your human design, like you really are perfect. Um, and I'll tell them when I first came <laughs> to you, she was like, what if it, what if my design says this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing? And what if it shows all these things that I'm like, that's not, that's not what we're doing here. <laughs> if anything. Um, and I always say this uh, on the podcast and anyone I talk to about it, human design is really an experiment. It's all about like, really figuring out how we can alter to be in that alignment and flow with who we were really created to be. And I think that this has been kind of a learning process for you, but I feel like this is your sweet spot. Like this is exactly where you're supposed to be. And I see that. um, And again, Deidre knows nothing about human design. So this is all new to her. Um, And when I look at her chart, she has three centers defined. Um, That's her throat center which is the center of communication. And when I say define, these are the colored in centers in your in your chart that you send. I'm making notes so I can agree. <laughs> yeah. So um, she has her throat center, which is the center of communication, which she's so good at. And she has her G center, which is the center. This is like our compass center, like our center of self-love and where we can kind of always come back to if we feel like we're getting lost. And then her spleen center, Your spleen is your intuition and kind of your guidance on things. Um, And then she has her sacral, which makes her a manifesting generator. And this is so fun because 
Manny Gens, manifesting generators in general, are just kind of here to do all the things. And and Deidre does all the things. But to say that, she has still stuck with this one thing. Um, and it's looked, like I said, we when you've gone through the different seasons, it's looked different ways for you. Yeah. You've done different things. But it always comes back to, to this one. And that's really... Um, your sacral, and um, that's the, the red square at the bottom. Mm-hmm. So that's where you get this life force energy. And with generators, mani- manifesting generators, um, this is really like the thing that lights you up. So when you're doing the things that you love, your energy keeps coming from here. Mm-hmm. When you do things that you don't love so much, that's when you're going to feel drained or you start to feel overwhelmed or you start to burn out. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. And that all comes from, from your sacral center. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where you, when you're in your zone and in your flow and you're getting to lead these people and teach other women who join you, that's what lights you up. And that's what you're like, okay, I want to do more. I want to do more. I love this so much. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk, I'm not going to go into the full thing because obviously we could spend hours talking about this, but I'm going to talk about the little channels that connect these shapes. And this is going to give more insight kind of into your gifts and what I see for you. So first we're going to talk about the one at the very top that connects the throat to the G center. And this is the channel of inspiration. So like how perfect for you. Um, The G center, like we said, is kind of this self-identity. It's where direction and life, like who kind of who you are and and your self-love and all of these things come from. So when you connect that to the throat, it creates this kind of creative role model where it's creativity meets like how you um, express yourself. And so in this, the gate eight is like, I know I can help you when that's through what you found here. It's through Beachbody. It's like, I know I can help you get out of where I was. And you get to kind of express that possibility. And it's, it's very empowering for other women to see that. And so that's, that's just who you are. That's wild. Yeah. That's so wild. And, 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 you know, when you said like, how have you stuck with this one thing? I think it's because it's one thing, but there's so many facets to it. Like when I've been in a season of postpartum or like, you know, weight loss, like, okay, that's kind of my focus and what's giving me light and energy. But then when I'm in this center of like, okay, now I really want to grow. Like when we were growing for superstar, I spent two years of like, okay, I got to find, you know, I want other women who want this. So it's like, it's one thing, but it's not, it's like Beachbody is the one thing, but like, there's so many things that I get to just keep changing. You've changed your focus. Yeah. I change my focus all the time, like constantly. And that's the, that's the managing in you. That's, and, and also this is the creativity side of you. You have these creative channels where you're able to see things and like, um, it, when people follow you, which you need to go follow DJ, she's on her screen all the time. Um, and I'll post all of that for y'all to follow. But um, she is very much a gift giver. That's her love language. And she loves to do things for her, her clients and coaches and people that work with her. And that's part of your creativity. Like you, you'll build little flower arrangements and you make these beautiful little gifts and like your creativity comes out in 
in your gift giving and how you show up for your team. So that's also part of this gate. Um, and again, it's more of like, it's more of when you, this shows up again a little bit later, but it's that like taking your self identity and being like this universal self-love. I love myself and I'm going to share that with the world. Right. And so that's kind of where, where that connection happens of this is my self-love. This is my purpose. I know that I can help you lose weight. I know that I can help you with fertility issues. I know that I can help you, you know, make extra side money or leave your business, leave your job. If you kind of trust that, that this is going to be the thing. So I think that's really cool. Oh yeah. We have so much, I mean, I'm not the, the only successful, like our team oh, is yeah. successful. Like there are women quitting jobs left and right. If that's what they were called to do. Like some people will say like, I have no intention. I mean, I have a, a, a PA on my team. That's like, I will, I'm never going to leave that position, uh-huh. but also loves this. Like I, and that's what drives me too, is it's like, it can be anything you want. Like it can be, and you know, your journey, oh my gosh, like all the different avenues, but it's still here. It's still, you know, it's like, and that's what I talked about on, on last week's episode. It Mm -hmm. was like, it just makes sense. Like, again, going through different seasons of, of our life, it's like, it just makes sense right now. You know, Mm -hmm. like this is, I know the things in my life that, um, make me a better person and make me happy and fulfill me and Mm -hmm. doing this, like working out is something that makes me feel better. And it's something Mm -hmm. that I need every day in my life. And, Mm -hmm. um, as I talked about on the last one, it's like working out at home is right for me, especially as a projector and my lifestyle and my work life and all of it, like that's what works for me. So why not share it with other people? Right. so it just makes sense if that's the journey that you're on at that mm-hmm. time. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and I know you've had other people like me that have like come and gone, you know, like they're, they're there, they're in it. And then they go through a season of life where it's no longer top priority. And then maybe they come back and maybe they don't. And, and that's has nothing to do with you. Right. So no. Yeah. And you know, it's funny that there is another, um, she's actually like a leader now on my team. She had started about you like seven years ago. Um, All the same things was like, I'm I'm so excited. Like this seems like my right path. And then ended up going through a crazy journey with infertility and cancer and her life. And now she's six years today. Today is her one year anniversary last year. Exactly on this day, she messaged me and she was like, I have missed this so much in my soul. And she's like, I, I need this back. Like I, and like, that's it. Like you make that snap, that decision. And then, and then that's it. Like, you know, now like has all the goals and quit her job. I mean, it's just chills, but yeah, yeah that's crazy. Um, and, and it's something you did say earlier too, that I want to point out before we go into the next one, but it's, it's what you just said. It's about making that decision. And this isn't just for what we're talking about today. This is for everything you do in life. It's like, you have to make that decision and you're not just like joining this to be like, well, I'm doing it just for the money. Like I, I want to have what she has. Like, that's not how any of this works. You have to decide that this is what you want to do for yourself because it aligns with you. It aligns with what you want in your life. It aligns with who you are. And you want to help other people, you know? 
So it, but there has to be a decision that's made of like, I'm going to invest in this thing. I'm going to invest in myself. Um, Mm -hmm. and again, it's going to show up differently for everybody, but there has to be that decision that's made. Like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go all in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. On the next one, this one is the 1057 and this links the spleen to your, your G center. And this is really like, again, where you come into alignment with yourself and you're really, um, my kids both have this channel. It's like the survival channel. Okay. So it's, it's a channel of perfected form, but it's also like a survival channel. So you're going to be thrown a lot of shit and you always figure out how to survive basically. Wow. Couldn't be more spot on with my life. (laughs) I have my moon on, but my, my mom was calling. So she passes the moon. So you're really kind of designed and created to be the artist of your own life, right? Like you're not, you shouldn't be afraid of life because you're going to always adapt. You're going to always take these challenges, take these things that are thrown at you. And you know, through your spleen, like I said, that's kind of your intuition space and, and, and your survival instincts. And like, you're just going to kind of know what I have to do to get through this next thing. Mm-hmm. And it's so wild because literally three days ago, I was telling my husband, like, I have the most, and this week on therapy, he was at telling me like my intuition. He's like, it's so weird. You always call it before it happens. Like it is eerie. Yeah. That's your spleen center. Huh. And this is also, um, this is also where fear lives. So that intuition can be guiding some anxiety and some of that stuff for you. Um, but it's a knowing, and this also connects to your sacral center, which is that energy center. So when you feel like, like you have kind of too much, like you have, we'll talk about it in the next one, but responsibility, or like, there's too much being thrown at you and your intuition is like, okay, we're going to survive this. We're going to figure this out. And like, it gets to be a lot. So there's a lot of fear held within that that center as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, like the spleen is there for your physical health. The spleen is there to keep you alive. Like it's one of our oldest instinctual centers that we got from, you know, they say like the, um, when, when the men were fighting like saber oh. tigers and like, you know, that's, that's yeah. where it comes the paleo from. days. Yes, paleo. Uh, and it's really just a pure intuition. So listening to your intuition, but not getting too far ahead of it is is where you're going to live and know that you're going to survive all of it. <laughs> um, okay, and then the last one is the 2750. And this is the one that that I think shows up your whole life and being a teacher and all of this. And this is the preservation channel. And this gives you the role of a caregiver. Like that's who you were created to be. And 100%. yes, and you're really like created or inclined to kind of show concern for others. And, and you want to be the mama bear. Like you're a mom of three boys with a husband. You're in a house full of men, but you do this with your team as well. And you want to take care of people. 
Mm -hmm. And you did this as a teacher. And that's one of the roles that, that people with this channel have. You love to teach. You love to help. You want to like hold everybody's, not hold everybody's hand, but you want to be the one that like helps them get there because you can see it for them. Yes, 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 yes. And so I, I thought that was so cool. And, and this is the thing that keeps you going, I think too, because it connects with that sacral energy. And so when you see these women, like you were just talking about, I don't know who you were talking about, but who just had her year. Um, and like you get full body chills, that's your sacral. That's like a gut response, like a visceral response that you feel when mm. they succeed. Yes. And oh, that's yeah. what makes you want to keep going. And that's what gives you the energy to do as much as you do all the time. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really cool. So fun. Yeah, for sure. So really that, oh, that, and then the last one, the last piece of this that I want to share of of your human design. And I said, we have some things in common and that's that we're both a a profile for six. And Mm -hmm. what this means is kind of like, it's kind of your personality side. It's like how we show up in life. And I'm also a four, six. Mm-hmm. And they say that the profile numbers are really um, kind of that synergistic attraction that that when you have a similar number. Um, so we pulled your I pulled your sister's chart as well to just show that you can both be successful and have completely different ways of doing it and different charts. Mm-hmm. And you two are completely different. Polar opposite. <laughs> Polar opposites. Looking at your charts even. But she also has that six. And this is about the the six is about really learning things as you go. Mm -hmm. So the first half of our life, we act like a three line. I know this is is more than what you know. But when when you have the six in your profile, the first half of our life before we turn 30 is really all about trial and error. It's like what we do, we learn and then we fail at things. Mm-hmm. And then as sixes, we get to take that and there's, there's like three parts of our life. So after you turn 30, I had a midlife crisis at 30 and that's what this, this was. I don't know if you felt like you had a midlife crisis at 30. Mm-hmm. This is probably when you were in the loft though. So yeah, I think you were, um, when I turned 30, well, no, when I turned 30 was about when I started beach body, like okay, really took yeah, yeah. beach body. So I started at 29, but, um, but like when I turned 30 was like, I'm changing my life with this. Yeah. So you get to take everything you learned, everything you, you tried and you failed and all of the, the lessons and you get to turn that into sharing that with other people. And that's what we're here to do as, as sixes, as six lines. And then we're going to go through another phase when we're 50 and we're going to take everything that we just sat in for those last 20 years. And then we really like become in our power. So that's what okay. we have. Forward okay. To. Yeah. <laughs> we have forward to. Good things at 50, not bad. <laughs> no, all good things. Yes. And the four, the four, this is the fun part that the four is really our, our drive, our want to be kind of around people and have that community. Mm. And And so really in spite, this is something that we have to do, like something we embody first, and then other people see it and feel attracted to it. And the four kind of has this influential quality, 
um, like we have kind of this capacity to pull other people in and like really befriend them and like, be like, Hey, like, let's hang out. Like that's, that's where I think we connected as well on that mm-hmm. floor line. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there also is that part where we're like, we want to be in a group of people, but after that we need to retreat and like refresh. And yeah, I- I've been calling myself, um, I don't know if it's an introverted extrovert or extrovert. Yeah. Introvert, like I love the social, like it gives me so much life, but then I need like stay away. Like I need yeah. like a moment. I need a moment. I have to come home and like, okay. <laughs> yes. And that, that is a four to the T because that's how I feel too. And sometimes they say like, we're kind of the people that, um, it's harder. So when I was looking at this and thinking about it, and I think this is where I got stuck back when I was doing this, because I was in the Hey Girl days. Like, that's what they were teaching. That's what they were pushing back when I started was the Hey Girl and um, all the like dry messaging. And mm. and I think that's where as a four, six, I just couldn't get past that. You evolved. Mm. <laughs> and nice. I was like, OK, this I can't. But no, I could uh, never do it. I could never do that. I just yeah. that I I was like I will not like I will find another way because and, and I could not do that. As part of our four six, like when if we were to try to sell things to strangers and people we don't know or like influence strangers, it just doesn't work for us. We have yeah. to have that feel that that close like they're our friend and they're our you know. Um, acquaintance or there's a family or like there's somebody who we feel like we've got to know that's when the connection is made and mm-hmm. that's what you do so good by creating these connections with people and you're not selling to strangers no you're selling to people who feel like they're your friend and you've drawn them in kind of through your four your four line profile so interesting yeah and it's so interesting to me how people can do it the opposite you know like yeah People can be like, oh, like, or we were, we were in Vegas for, for Beachbody and some of my girls were like, we were hanging out the whole time and, you know, it was there for Beachbody. So there was all of these other teams and she was like telling these other girls from other teams, like, oh, I'm going to go hang out with my coach. She came, um, she came to Vegas and they were like, you talk to your coach? Like, oh my God, like our friends. And she was like, you're not friends with your coach. Yeah. There's so many different personalities. You know, I was like people aren't friends with their coaches. And she said, I guess not. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't even imagine. But you know, it's like, that's the beauty. You can do yeah. it, you do it, but that's, yeah, no, I can't yeah. imagine. And, and that's, you know, there's, there's other people too that are like, like you said, they just do it and that's it. And they sign people up, but that's not the way that we as four sixes mm-hmm. work. Like mm-hmm. we have to be, we have to feel like there's a connection and a community and Yes. You know, and then too, it's with that, like the bad side of that, I guess, is that there's a lot of fear of rejection with this. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and I have felt this before, but it's like almost you, you can freeze up and be like, okay, I'm just going to hold back because I I'm afraid of that rejection. And Mm -hmm. once you can move past that or like acknowledge it, you know, Mm -hmm. and move through it, move with it, then you're like, okay, I'm, I know that I'm going to be rejected. You know, I know that there's, I know that there's going to be failure. Yeah. 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 And so it's, it's working with that and knowing that that's a part of you, like that's kind of a shadow they call it, or like, that's something that 
you know, it's just going to be there for you. Mm -hmm. And so you're able to kind of like walk with it instead of let it control all of you. So I think, I think that you were made exactly for this. (laughs) And it was so fun. Yeah, it was so fun to see. And, and again, like just going back, I wanted to compare that there's so many different ways that people can do this. Right. And Mm -hmm. I feel like network marketing in general has gotten a bad rap over the years. And uh, you know, some of the marketing tactics are icky and they're gross, but not yeah. everybody does it that way. Right. Um, and I feel like there's kind of been a blanket just put on. Right. On I think like, no network like, marketing. Yeah. And I got that a lot more pre quarantine. And mm-hmm. I feel like the whole world had to shift their views on how they worked. I mean, a lot of the world didn't go back. I mean, my, my other sister that does not do Beachbody, her company went to home. Like she works from home without a choice. Like they, like on her can be, you know, like doing her thing. And it's like, I feel we have, I feel like we have this shift for the people that were willing. Yes. And of course there's always going to be the people that are like, oh yeah, you just do that thing. But like, that's so sad because like, yeah, it's totally this whole new, I mean, my parents were the biggest skeptics. I mean, I feel like I'm, they're not old, but like old timers expect, you know, it's like, yeah. there's one way to work and yeah. it's not this way. And, and, you know, like my parents to see them evolve with us. I mean, two of their daughters do this. So it's like, they resisted for so long. Like this is not conventional or this is not, you know, or like when we were going to buy land and build a house, my dad was like, oh my gosh. But like, you don't have a real job. And I'm like, but I do, yeah. <laughs> but, it, but it pays the bills. Um, and so, but now like they're so on board and now they're, I mean, it's like, what can we help with? Can we help with your team? We can cook for y'all. We can, you know, it's like, they it just, it's a whole family food. affair. It's a for sure family affair. And it's, so it is, it's like network marketing can get such a bad rap, but it's so sad because it's like, those people that say that also go by from the advertisements at the Super Bowl. Like this weekend, we're about to watch people pay millions to have their commercials on. And those people are going to go by from these corporations who don't care about them. And here we are humans yeah. that love and care. <laughs> like what? Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and too, like, um, you know, there's ways to do it that fit each person. It doesn't all have to look one way. You don't have to have a full family involved to be successful. You don't have to have a certain thing. Um, you know, Kate, your sister, what, where is she in the company? Wasn't she like 15? Yeah. 14. She ended last year, 14. They had an incredible year and that like, that's what's so cool too. Is I mean, it's like, Yeah. And to say like from a small town, I mean, you live in a smaller town than even me, population 2000. Yeah. And yeah, they live like mile and a half from each other (laughs) in a small town. And to, for anyone who would look at that and be like, there's no way that that's possible. They showed that it's possible and she Mm -hmm. is a mental projector. So she doesn't have the same kind of sacral energy that you have. She doesn't have any of the same stuff that you have, but she makes it work in her way. And, Mm -hmm. and it's just, it's so cool to see. So 
we'll wrap it up here, but I will put all the information to follow Deidre. And if this is something that resonates with you as you're listening or you feel a gut pull, I'm going to talk about too. I think I'm going to do an episode next week about how to network market for each design, just because it does show up so differently. Um, so if you're feeling pulled to check Deidre out, um, you can sign up. We'll put the links to, to follow her or to join the team. And I'm calling this, uh, an MG empire, a Manny Jen empire, because ah. her team is called a uh, sister empire. So it's, it's super fun. Um, we'll put all of that, reach out to us. And if you, if you follow her, let her know that you heard her on yeah. the podcast. Yes. How fun. And Thanks for having me on. This was yes. scary. I don't know why I was nervous. Yeah, it's not scary at all. <laughs> so, all right, well, we will catch up with you. Uh, make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to all the things, and we will see you next week.